The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. And Williams will run to the edge of the area and beats it right footed, but the referee has blown the final whistle and Wrexham are cruelly beaten 1-0 by Walsall as their fans pour onto the pitch. They were told not to, there'll be no lap of honour. Well, there will be no lap of honour then. But the fact of the matter is that Wrexham, for the first hour, with a better size, but goals change games. And in all honesty, that goal by De Montagnac in the 61st minute has very, very cruelly condemned Wrexham to a nervous last day. Add that to the equaliser from Boston as well. It was a game which, from the very start, Wrexham performed gutsily in. They defended strongly and soundly and kept Walsall at arm's length throughout the first half and started to have their odd moments. They were denied by the linesman as well early on and Spender did very well to win the ball and play a through ball. Proctor and McEverly were both totally clear on goal through the middle but both went for the ball and that was the, the killer really because McEverly was offside and although Proctor Mayo got there first because McEverly went after this it meant that he was active too and he was offside. Proctor wasn't. So the flag went up. But Wrexham continues to have the better of the first half and look very solid. Uh, opportunity fell from another throw from Spender to the near post. McEverly flicked it on nicely and Neil Roberts, seven yards out, did really well to pivot and hit it with power. It took a tiny deflection and that knocked it equally timely just over the bar. And then from the corner, Clellan launched it to the edge of the area. Spender nodded it down and Steve Evans hit a shot from the edge of the box which he, he couldn't keep down. It was almost a, a freak goal for Wrexham as well as the left-back David Fox drove a clearance straight against Michael Proctor but the ball span off him and went just over the bar. Morsell had their only real good spell with about 10 minutes left of the half. A corner from right picked out Anthony Gerrard and he missed their best chance of the half. Six yards out at the far post, he headed it narrowly wide. And then Benjamin picked up a long diagonal ball and appeared to foul Pedrick in the box, nothing given. And he got it down from a tight angle, he went for power and lashed it over. However, Wrexham ends of the half with a dangerous moment themselves. Tony Bedeau, normally a winger, playing at right back, made a mistake. Llewellyn picked it up, crossed it in, and McEverly headed it narrowly wide from 10 yards out at the near post of Clayton in scrambling to get there. The Wrexham fans all thought it was in, but it got on just the wrong side of the post. In the second half, Wrexham, for the first half of 15 minutes, still looked good, still looks able to certainly hold their own with a better side in midfield. But then came the killer blow in the 61st minute. Mark Wright sprinting down the right-hand side, showing really good pace. Steve Evans tried to get a fit on the edge of the area but he misjudged it so Wright burst past him it was a mistake really by Evans he was clear on goal right drove in a powerful shot looking for the bottom left corner Anthony Williams got down well and with a, got a good right hand to push it away but Dumontagnac the danger man on the left hand side got there first and put it into the top right corner from then on really Wrexham were struggling to get anything going and in the end ended up bringing up both McEverly and Robertson in an attempt to try and fashion something but in all honesty really the, that equilibrium was gone and it looked like Walsall might be the side to, to win it in fact Hector Sam the ex-Wrexham hero had two good chances to put Wrexham in real trouble first the Keats corners of the near post Sam coming off the near post managed to get ahead to us and flashed it just over and then he worked a lovely one-two with Butler but clear on goal Anthony Williams raced out quickly and Sam Hurries was forced to put it wide. Wrexham sent Steve Evans up for the last 10 minutes and desperately threw things forwards. There was a lot of scrapping on the edge of Walsall's box, but in the end, despite an admirable performance, the defence again doing well, and with the midfield battling away, the fact of the matter was that they just couldn't get that goal, and it's all going to come down to Boston next Saturday. 
after the match, Brian Carey looked to focus on next Saturday. Right, let's, uh, let's go into the wire. Go into the wire, yeah. Um, it's probably pr- predictable that given the uh, the fixture that that's you know the game we've got next week, and um, you know that, that's fair, isn't it? So yeah, we, we'd like to have got it wrapped up today, but um, you know we'll go again this week and uh, try and do it next week. What's the message to the lads? Because it's been three great wins. Not played badly today, but it's still going to the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, they, they've done great. They've, they've done great in the last few weeks. And um, they're a little bit disappointed. I think that they haven't managed to do what we wanted to do today. But um, yeah, we'll take care from this and we'll, we'll move on again now. Is it a positive message then for the yeah, coming like, week? Listen, you know me well enough. I'm not going down the line of uh, doom and gloom, what have you. We've stayed up right through and we won't change that now. And... Um, We'll continue that upbeat positive message this week. Do the Wrexham players, get, uh, Brian, know what was going on um, down in uh, Boston? Well, probably the crowd told them, uh, you know, because um, at one stage I think things were going away. I don't know how the games went or the way the, way the scoring went, but um, I think the crowd got the message across at one stage and uh, then it seemed to go quiet for about five or ten minutes. But, um, you know, so the answer does, I, I don't know. It was typical of a Chester man, though, to score for uh, for Boston, you know? Oh well, I, I don't know what's happened there. I don't know. I've just, you know, answer questions yeah. in this game. I think I think it was their only shot on target in the whole ninety minutes, Brian. Yeah, well, you know, that's you know, we've just got to uh, we've we've got to deal with that. We had enough chances there in the first half as, ourselves. Got some into some uh, really good positions. Had some good opportunities. Uh, could possibly have made more of them. Um, didn't have as many second half, but. Um, you know, overall they've been terrific. You know, they've they've worked their socks off there again today, and they've been terrific as they have been in the last few weeks. And the travelling faithful right behind you again for the whole ninety minutes. Right behind us, and they're the ones that put us where we are at the moment because, um, like, we were dead and buried after the home defeat against um, was it last minute against Man- is it not County? They were we were dead and buried, and and, and they lifted us that that day, and uh, you know they're the reason we had the three wins. And I'm hoping now to push us on and get a fourth one next week. What's your message to the people of Wrexham? Because you can fill that stadium next week, and that'll be a real 12th man against Boston, wouldn't it? Come along and, and lend us, give us your support. You can be absolutely 12th man. You're dead right. And um, you know, if we get that, we'll be okay. Do you think it's underestimate, uh, overestimated? It. I'm going to say that next week's game is the biggest in Wrexham's uh, history. Um, it probably is. It probably is. I mean, obviously, football league status is so vital to the town, and, and obviously, you, you you want to keep it uh, keep naturally. In the league. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, you spot on. It is it's, it's possibly the biggest game in our history, but we've got to be big enough and uh, strong enough to go and win it. Uh, you know, I believe we we're good enough to stay in, and uh, we've got to just go and do it. You haven't got a great home record, have you? Well, you know, let's <laughs> try and be a little bit more positive than that. Okay, Brian, going into the game, though. Um, we're not in that relegation zone, so it's really good that it's in our. our it is in our own hands, yeah. The yeah. right? It is in our own hands, yeah. and um, we've just got to go and you know get a result next Saturday. Because it's going into the game. I know you like it wrapped up today, but we're better off than Boston because they're still down there, aren't they? So I mean, at the end of that's the day, right. You know, so there's a few okay. teams below us yet. So um, there's a lot of football to be played. You only have to avoid defeat. You don't need to win the game either. Yeah, I actually haven't seen the the, the table worked out as it, as it is yet, but. Um, well, that, that's a bonus, but we'll be going to win the game. You know, we don't hang around for a draw or anything like that because we know what the game is like. Um, we'll go and try and win the game. How much does it mean to you to have all the support then from Wrexham today, Um Yeah, they've been superb, as, as I've said, and they're the ones that have put us where we are. And, and you know, because I said we were dead and buried, it's fantastic. They're, they're, they've been brilliant to us, and uh, we've put them through an awful lot this season. And uh, I, I really hope we can turn it around for them next week. Steve Evans is hugely disappointed by the result. 
Well, it was it was cruel that wasn't it? Because until the goal, I thought we looked the better side. Yeah, for first half we were um, definitely the better side, um, but really couldn't see where the goal was coming from. To be fair, I thought I thought it had a draw written all over it. To be fair, and they can say a draw written all over it. The statistics say that's their only shot on target in the whole game as well. Because again, we looked sound at the back. Is this cruel that one of them went in? Yeah, uh, the lads coming at me. I've got the tackle in, but he's it's ricocheted straight to him. And Anthony's made a great save and he's fell to one of their players. But hey, we've got to pick ourselves up and do well in training all week and go next week and get the win. For about five minutes or so, we were drawing, Boston were losing, and we would have been safe then. Did, did the players know? Because you hear the, the fans were celebrating. Did you know what was going on down there? I, know, I didn't know, like personally, so I'm not sure. But yeah, that's football. You know, we'll, we'll go again next week and it's in our own hands, so we'll get the result next week. It's got to be positive as well. A draw will do, but we don't want to look for a draw. Do we no. just get at him and show them who's boss, don't we? Yeah, we'll be, out for the, we'll be going for the win, no doubt. Um, but very confident that we'll get the result next week. Juan Ugarte was there, as he has been all season, and I caught what's up with him to ask him how his injury was going. Well, Juan, the question everyone's been wanting to know, how are you feeling right now? How fit are you? Um, just, um, I think I'm going to do it three or four next season. Now it's like, um, I still need a few weeks. The hamstring needs to be like getting better and after breaking down again. And hopefully now I can, um, I got all of the summer to be working hard and uh, hopefully come here 1st of July or whatever and get fit and start playing again. It must be so frustrating for you, you know, two years of this. And I'm coming to Rex, so I know meant a lot to you. It must be so frustrating not to be able to help them in this situation. No, it's horrible, it's horrible. Uh, but to be fair, if I'm going to be somewhere happy here, like, everyone gives me all of the support and everything. Like, everyone say, like, Juan, we want you back, whatever. That gives you, like, even more to go and say, OK, I'm going to play, I'm going to start scoring goals and everything. So, um, hopefully next season I will be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe it's good in the end. Now you, you know you can wait till the, the next season, get a pre-season in, hopefully, and have the summer to recuperate rather than this season where you've been just maybe pushing yourself too hard to try and get back. Yeah, it's what I want to do. Just start with all of the last, start playing like pre-season. You have two months with everyone, uh, get fit with everyone, and start like playing some friendlies. And after they start like properly all season, um, trying to help in the team, scoring goals, and hopefully. Looking forward to go up or something. <laughs> It'd be so horrible for you, like the rest of us who aren't playing. That on Saturday we're biting your nails, hoping everything goes right for us. Yeah, you know, it's like really frustrating to be fair. Like being sitting on the stand every day, like week in week out, watching every game, and saying, okay, I could be there, like trying to help everyone be together. But it's like football. When you play football, you know you can't get injured. So the only thing we have to do is, uh, with all of our support, go there next Saturday and uh, win a home for all of the fans, for everyone. And and uh, leave the team in the league. So heartbreaking for Wrexham. Briefly, they were safe, but it's all down to the big match next Saturday now. I'm Mark Rivers from the Wrexham Supporters Association's Hostel Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast.